I am M.E. Williams Books, and thank you for listening to The American Dream Isn't Real. This first segment is called Let's Chat, and it will be airing every Tuesday. Sometimes we'll talk about music, maybe politics, um, pretty much anything we want to chat about. And this episode, or these first few episodes, will be about student loans and how they're the devil. Because they are the devil, trust me. Hello, this is M.E. Williams Books, and thank you for listening to my podcast, The American Dream Isn't Real. This segment is called Let's Chat, and the first few episodes, are go- we're going to be discussing how I managed to pay off $51,000 in student loans. Actually, it was over 51000 but who's counting? Um, and I managed to pay that off in two years, so please stay tuned. And uh, this first episode is going to explain basically my thinking and how I got this much in depth in the first place. Um, despite all the grant scholarships and even like the fact that I went to a state university, so I pay in-state tuition, it was relatively cheaper than out-of-state tuition. It was still very expensive, but it was a little cheaper. So yes, I paid over $51,000 in debt in exactly two years. Like I literally started paying my debt off March 2016 and I finished paying my debt off March 2018. So I'll start off by just telling you how I got to get $51,000 in debt. And then the next episode, we can discuss how I paid it off. So I'll let you know, I probably received most of my student loans in undergrad. So the first four years of college, um, but that also included my dorms for the first year of college because I stayed in the dorms in one year and it was just as much as the tuition for that one year, which is why after that year, I decided to move back home and it was stupid. <laughs> well, I did. I'm not going to say it's stupid, but it didn't make any sense for me to stay in the dorms in the first place because my mom stayed like 10 minutes away and my dad literally stayed like a Metrolink away. Like Metrolink was like maybe a 10 minute walk for me. And it was like, it would have been cheaper than driving anyway or staying on campus. So it really didn't make any sense. I'm not going to sit here and say I was completely ignorant about student loans and student loan debt. Like I knew I didn't want a lot of it because I didn't like own people. So I definitely didn't want to owe the government and I wanted good credit. But me, of course, I thought that once I graduated, I would get a good job and I'll be able to pay all this off really quickly. And I knew I wanted to go into law enforcement. So I just planned on being a police officer and I was like, uh, you know, what's, you know, sign a promissory note, whatever. It wouldn't make a big deal. Right. And then eventually after talking to some teachers, I was like, oh, I just go to the FBI. This is over years. This isn't all my freshman year, but this is like through the years and throughout that time. I would look into like, oh, if I work for the police or if I work for the um, highway patrol or the FBI, they have programs to where they pay back student loans. So I don't really have to worry about it. So this is my thinking, of course, very childish. (laughs) And I don't think I realized the job market at that time. So I majored in criminal justice with a minor in Spanish, but I also studied Arabic. Because, like I said, over time, I want to work for the FBI. Actually, I just want to work for the federal government. It could have been the FBI. It could have been a secret service. It could have been U.S. Marshals. And I actually did an internship with the U.S. Marshals. And they kind of gave me experience or a little exposure to a few of the federal law enforcement agencies, like the Secret Service and the DEA. So that was a great experience. 
So I learned exactly kind of like what each um, department was looking for. So I decided that I want to become fluent in Arabic. And this made me study, this made me want to study overseas. So pretty much if you've been keeping up, then my freshman year, took out student loans. um, I stayed on campus. So that's kind of double the price that it would be for that year. Uh, my sophomore year is kind of when I decided to travel overseas, but I didn't go into my junior year. And my junior year, I had most of, mostly all the credits I needed, um, like all my major credits I needed out of the way. So my junior year, I had to take out even more loans because I wanted to go overseas and I really didn't have the money for it. I did win a few scholarships for going overseas to um, Egypt for at the American the American University in Cairo. So that's where I ended up studying. But I did have to take out a little extra loan so that I could have some money while I was there. Because, I mean, nobody in my family could really afford it. But I still wanted to experience and I wanted to attend the university so that I can become fluent in Arabic. And it was going to be like a three-semester intensive program. So, unfortunately, at the same time while I was studying in Egypt, the U.S. government had a hiring freeze. So I was supposed to come back in about a year and graduate from my university and at the same time apply for positions in the U.S. government. And at the time, I wanted to join the U.S. Secret Service because I figured I could transition to other um, federal agencies. But since the hiring freeze happened, it was it's kind of, I don't know, I thought that maybe I can just get some work experience and then, you know, after a year or two, I'll be able to join. But it kind of didn't happen that way. So let's go back a little bit. And while I was there in Egypt, it was the Arab Springs. So the State Department, because I had a scholarship through the State Department, they called all of us and they told us we have to leave. And we only had like that night to leave. So... We left, me and some other Americans, that's what I mean by we. So we left that night, and then, um, long story short, made it back to St. Louis, made it back to school, and pretty much finished up my undergrad career, but I still had those student loans. So so we're going to skip forward, because I don't think a lot of the small details are important, but the big thing to know is, by the end of my undergrad, all four years, that is, um, because I just wanted to take out student loans to have extra money, and I thought that I would have a very solid job once I graduated because, of course, that's the American dream, right? Like, you go to college, you get a job, you get a family. <laughs> so I'm, I thought my life was pretty much on track to doing that, and then all these other things that I couldn't control started happening. So um, I graduated. Of course, with my degree in criminal justice, like I said before, and I had these student loans. So, of course, about six months after, I was working, but it was like at security at a Kmart because the government still had a hiring freeze. So I was like, oh, fine, I'll just get, you know, work experience. And then once the hiring freeze is over, I can start applying again. But it didn't end that fast. So I maybe worked for Kmart for maybe like a year at security. Uh, more specifically, loss prevention. So not really security, but just, you know, looking out for people who still or like coming up with different ways to prevent theft from employees and, you know, other external people. 
So eventually, I kind of got tired of that. I was really good at it, mind you. <laughs> but I kind of wanted to move up. And again, I was waiting a little while. So I applied for Wells Fargo. And it was a security position, but I thought it was just security, but it ended up being securities, meaning um, <laughs> like death securities. So it was just an office job. Either way, those positions never really opened back up in the government. So I ended up joining the Air Force and I joined the Air Force in 2014. Now, my entire life, life. My entire life, I, I always said I was never going to join the military. <laughs> I was going to follow the path that I wanted. But eventually, I decided the military wouldn't be that bad because um, the military wouldn't be that bad because it would still look good on the federal application. And after about four years, I would still get my experience. So I joined the Air Force and I'm still in the Air Force today. Oh, I do want to say. Anything you hear on this podcast is not in connection with anything related to the Air Force at all. I'm a separate person just expressing my First Amendment rights. No connection with the military. I want to reiterate that. No connection with the military. (laughs) But I did have this military experience because that's what I wanted to do once I get out, you know, join the federal government. And like I said, it would look great on the resume. So it wouldn't hurt me at all. But then maybe after two years of being in, I decided bureaucracy was not for me. And then after this recent election, I definitely did not want to work for the government anymore. So I knew it was time to change my path. But let me go back. The two years I was in, well, okay, first, because of the job I had, the training took a long time. So I ended up signing a six-year enlistment instead of a four-year. And this is because the training that I had to go through, it took me just about three years to be fully qualified in my job. So at this three year mark, it's when I was finally at my first duty station and able to sit down and really look at everything. And that's when I looked at my student loans. Mind you, I had been paying, but it was like maybe the minimum every month getting directly debited from my account. So I wasn't really worried about it. But then I sat down and looked at my, my, like, I sat down and actually looked at my finances. So I told you I had already decided that I was not going to make the military 20-year thing. And I knew, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I didn't want to work for the police or the FBI or any, any type of investigations agency or law enforcement agency anymore. So in my head, the only way to reach freedom, like pure, real, actual freedom, to better choose what I wanted to do in my life, was not to have this debt anymore. So I sat down, logged into my account, and saw that I had around, it was more than 51000 And I wish I had the exact amount, but now whenever I go to myfedloans.org, it won't let me pull up my account information. And I've asked them twice now to email me my account or mail me my um, account payoff, but they haven't yet. And I don't know why it's so hard for them to just send this to me. Anyway. So now I have over $51,000 in debt. So I started doing the math. And with my job, I had an enlistment bonus that was maybe about $11,000. And I got paid a pretty decent amount. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a nice amount for me anyway to live on. So I decided then and there, 
I was going to focus all my energy into paying off these student loan debts. And in order to do that, (laughs) seriously, in order to do that, I had to basically live bare minimum, but still like enough that will also satisfy me. Thank you for listening to the first episode of Let's Chat. Student loans are the devil on the American dream isn't real. This is M.E. Williams Books, and um, I hope we're off to a good start. The next episode will be about exactly what I did to create a budget in order to pay off that $51,000 in student loans in two years and how I was able to live in my means with the amount of money that I was making at the time. Again, thank you for listening. I can be reached at at M.E. Williams Books on Twitter and Facebook. And also feel free to go to my website, mewilliamsbooks.wixsite.com backslash M.E. Williams Books. And let me know how you are liking the episodes. Thank you.